What's going on? Welcome to the Ransomed Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am the founder and CEO of Ransomed Bodies Training. This podcast is for those who want more out of their fitness journey and who are ready to unlock their fullest potential with their physique without cutting out your favorite carbs or eating within a four-hour window. You are going to learn how to turn your body into a fat-burning furnace and muscle-building machine. I am going to break down some of the biggest myths, controversies, and questions that you are facing right now that are stopping you from unlocking your best self. You ready? Let's get it. This is the Ransom Bodies Project, the number one podcast for men who are looking to get into the best shape of their life, for men who are looking to step into their power, for men who are looking to become the best version of themselves. And today, I'm really excited about this episode because we're going to be diving into my 10 favorite ways to track your progress without using a scale. I guess you would say philosophy with using a scale to track your progress has actually evolved over the last few years as a coach. You know, as a coach, I'm continually trying to increase my knowledge, trying to add, learn on a day to day basis. I'm still learning. You know, there's still things today that I'm learning about, maybe that I didn't agree with, let's say two years ago. There's things that I use as a coach, different tools and metrics that maybe I did not use two years ago. And so I'm always changing and I'm always adapting because I'm always learning. And that's one thing that I believe will make you successful in your own fitness journey is having the mindset of always being a student, always learning. You know, one of the biggest traps you can get into in fitness is being like, oh, I know everything. I know all the workouts I should be doing. I know the right exercises for me and being so tunnel visioned on what works for you that you're not open to what works for other people or you're not open to other ideas and philosophies. You're not challenging your beliefs. You're not challenging your ways. You know, so for me, I'm always challenging my ways. I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to adapt. And with that comes new approaches. With that comes new ways of coaching. And one of the things that I've done recently with coaching has changed the way that I use a scale with my clients. I mean, it's been super cool to see see the evolution of that within my program because at first I was like super big on, you know, don't worry about the scale. It's not that big of a deal. You know, uh, we'll use these other metrics, blah, 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 blah. And I would have my clients maybe weigh themselves a couple times a week. But at the end of the day, like now that I'm getting more involved, now that we're taking things to the next level, like what I'm doing now is I want as much data as possible. As a coach, like I'm trying to be as hands-on as I can. And so the more data I have, the better I'm going to be able to understand how my clients are progressing inside the gym. And so when we're talking about the scale, there's a lot of ways to measure your progress. And the first thing when we're talking about measuring your progress is you have to understand what your actual goal is. So if you're taking notes, write that down. What is your actual goal? Is your goal losing 20 pounds? Is your goal getting six-pack abs? Is your goal benching 315? Right? Like, what is your goal? Straight up. Is your goal to look better on the beach this summer? You know, when you go to Hawaii, like what's your goal? A lot of people, they think their goal is weight loss, but it's actually not. A lot of people think their goal is weight loss, but it's actually not. A lot of people, a lot of dudes, your goal isn't to lose 20 pounds. Your goal is actually to be confident when you're having a conversation with somebody. You know, like your goal isn't to lose 50 pounds. Your goal is actually to show up as the father or the husband you know you need to, right? Like the 50 pounds or whatever the scale says is just the avenue and the direction we go to to have that better life and understanding. So most people, they don't really care about losing 20 pounds or 30 pounds. What they care about is actually having energy throughout the day. 
What they care about is not feeling like they woke up in the morning, like a train hit them. That's what they care about. That's something I've learned coaching for the last few years is like, yeah, you might feel like your goal is you want to lose X amount of weight or you want to get a six pack, but your goal isn't to have a six pack. Your goal is to have self-confidence. Your goal is to have increased status, right? Like, like you want to be the fittest dude in the room. You know, you have this drive to be like, yo, I want to be, I want to be the most shredded guy in my office. I want to be the most shredded guy in my friend group. And that's your goal, you know? And so I think once we define our goal, it's going to be a lot easier to measure progress and what that looks like. And so because the only way you define your progress in terms of fitness is by the scale, but the reality is that's not even your end goal because you don't know what your goal is. Now you're super unmotivated when the scale doesn't change. So write this in the comments below, write this down if you're taking notes. The scale is not the only way to measure progress, okay? The scale is not the only way to measure progress. Literally, if you go into the gym, most people, they're only gonna use the scale to measure the way that they're progressing. That's it. They're gonna step on the scale and then they're gonna have this emotional attachment to that number. So you woke up, you stepped on the scale, the scale showed you a number you didn't like. You're like, man, what, I'm up two pounds? I've literally been dieting, I'm doing all this cardio, I'm working out, why is my weight up? And because you have this emotional attachment to the scale, you have this emotional attachment to this number, what happens is now you act different. Now, like instead of doing your cardio, eating clean, working out, you get unmotivated because that number on the scale gave you a different number and now you're off track, right? So on and so forth. And so we have to take our emotional attachment away from the scale. Stop being so emotionally attached to the number on the scale. Because I've had instances myself when I step on the scale and it goes up two to three pounds. I literally have had it more than that. I've stepped on the scale the next day and I'm up five pounds and I did nothing different. Sometimes that just happens. Sometimes that's because you had different meals yesterday. Maybe you're extra stressed. Maybe you didn't sleep good. Maybe your water intake changed. Maybe you ate more salt. Maybe you had a crazy leg day. Like there's so many factors that go into what the scale is going to tell you. You know what I'm saying? So like, like don't be so emotionally attached to the scale. That's why it's good to use these other measurements of progress. And so I'm going to run through these 10 ways that you can measure progress. And my purpose of running through these 10 ways to measure progress outside of the scale is not for you to necessarily use all 10 of them, but there definitely should be a handful that you that resonate with you. You're like, yeah, I could totally use that to make sure I could track my progress. All right. So number one, write this down, progress pictures. You should be taking pictures of your body regularly. And here's what people do. They're like, oh, I don't want to take pictures of my body. I'm not comfortable taking pictures of my body. I don't care if you're not comfortable taking pictures of your body. That's a part of the process. That's the whole point, right? If you're taking progress pictures on a weekly basis and you look at your progress pictures in the last four weeks, but your weight on the, on the scale didn't change that much, but your pictures changed drastically, guess what? You still progress. Okay, so you need to be taking pictures of your body on a regular and consistent basis. And when I'm talking about pictures, I'm talking about taking them in the same place at the same time every single week. So if you'd like to take your progress pictures in the bathroom, take them in the same bathroom in your house at the same time in the morning fasted. Don't be taking them at the gym. Don't be taking them flexing. I'm talking about taking front, side, back. Boom. Do it every single week. Very easy. Number two is waist measurements. Are you measuring your waist? Guess what? If you didn't lose weight on the scale, but you're losing inches on your waist, you're losing fat. You're losing fat. So if I'm taking my progress pictures, I'm measuring my waist, I'm looking at how my pants are fitting, et cetera, et cetera, and the scale's not changing the way I need to, guess what? You're not gonna have as much of an emotional attachment to the scale because you know you're progressing in these other areas, okay? Number three, your form is getting better in the gym. So maybe your goal is to get stronger, your goal is to improve your strength, whatever it is, and your form's starting to increase in the gym, you're like, awesome, let's go. Like, I'm getting better at my squat, I'm getting better at my bench press, I'm getting better at my deadlift, but the scale's not changing, guess what? You're still gonna be building muscle because your form is better. Number three is form. Number four is you're lifting more weights. Guess what? 
muscle mass impacts the weight on the scale. So if you step on the scale and you're the number did not change the way you need to, but you're getting stronger, you're up 10 to 15 pounds in all your lifts. That tells me that you've gained some muscle mass in the process. One of my clients right now, you know, he has lost about, I think we're down like 15 pounds in six months, which is not a lot, right? Like if, if you're talking specifically weight loss, losing 15 pounds in six months is not a lot. But when you look at his progress pictures, when you talk about his waist measurements, when you look at the amount of weights he's lifting, it's night and day. He looks like a different human being. He looks like he lost 40 to 50 pounds in six months, but he only lost 10 to 15. The reality is because all these other things are changing. So that's why it's super important to use these other areas to make sure that you're on the right track. Because if he were to only track his measurement on the scale, losing 10 to 15 pounds, he would feel like he's behind. But he doesn't feel that way. He feels like he's crushing it because we're measuring everything properly. Number five, your clothes are fitting better. If you're stepping on the scale and you're not losing weight, but your pants are looser, you've lost fat. You've lost fat. Awesome. You're on the right track. Number six, your increased energy. Again, your goal might not be weight loss. And your goal might be actually going throughout your day and being able to serve the people in your life to your fullest capacity. Maybe you get off work and all you want to do is lay on the couch and doom scroll on your phone or watch Netflix. So, But now, because you've been working out, eating healthy and doing cardio, you get to the end of the, your day and you got more energy to do the things that matter in your life. That's a win. That's progress, right? Number seven, you're enjoying food without feeling guilty. So now we're progressing in our relationship with food. Because here's the thing. If you fix your relationship with food, you're going to be able to quote unquote diet for a longer period of time. And so if you feel like you can enjoy your favorite foods without feeling guilty and still get results, that's a big win because now we're creating a lifestyle out of this. All right. Number eight is you have the self-control to say no. Self-control to say no. So Let's say one of your problems is self-control. One of your problems is resisting sweets. One of your problems is saying no to alcohol, whatever it is for you. And now because you're on a fitness journey, your values are starting to shift. You don't like waking up in the morning being hungover. You don't like the feeling of being droggy the entire day. So now you're saying no to things. You don't like the way your stomach feels after you eat ice cream or after you eat chips, whatever it is. So, so now you're able to say no because your values are shifting. That's a big win. Now we're changing the foods you're eating. We're changing your value system. We're creating a lifestyle. Number nine, you're sleeping better. Again, this comes down to energy. We're talking about how you're feeling throughout the day, your performance, all that stuff, et cetera, et cetera. You're sleeping better. You used to toss and turn throughout the night, but now because you're working out frequently, you're changing your diet and what you're eating, you're able to get a good night's sleep. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. That's progress. And then last but not least is an improved mood. Your mood is better. You're not as pissed off. You're not as like, depressed all day long because you're actually moving. You're actually getting 10,000 steps in, which is causing you to go outside to get more vitamin D. You're actually working out regularly, which is normalizing your testosterone and growth hormone in your body. So now you're in a better mood. If you're in a better mood, but you didn't lose weight, guess what? You're still going to be happy. You know what I'm saying? You're still going to be be proud of the, the progress you made. And so there's a lot of ways we could track progress. But the point I'm trying to make is that the scale is not the only way. Should you still track your weight? 100%. I weigh myself every day. I wake up, I step on the scale every day. And the cool thing about the scale is it does hold you in check. It keeps you accountable, but it's not the only metric that we use to track where you're headed in your fitness training. So in my opinion, you should still weigh yourself every day, but you should also take most of these 10 things I talked about and tools to make sure that you're actually on the right track and you're progressing on a regular basis. All right. So my homework for you is to pick at least five of these, at least five of the things I talked about to track your progress on a consistent basis, progress pictures, waist measurements, improving your form, lifting more weights, your clothes fitting better, 
increased energy, enjoying foods without feeling guilty, having the self-control to say no, sleeping better, and a better mood. All right, let's make some progress. Let's get some gains. I hope you got some value in today's podcast episode. If you did, do me a favor, go down to the bottom of the podcast and leave me a genuine five-star review. It takes like two seconds and I really appreciate it. Or you could post the podcast to your Instagram story and tag me at Trillman Fitness. All right, much love guys. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you lose your next 15 to 30 plus pounds, build muscle, and develop a healthy lifestyle, just DM me on Instagram at Fitness with the word transform, and I will reach out to you directly to see if I can help. I will see you on the next episode, and God bless.